With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Is Chris alive? Chris Dowhower joined the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I wish I had a beer right now, Chase. I hope it open. Um, if you guys know what an API roller is, please enlighten me because that's what it took me forever to be able to use my microphone and <laughs> video chat to be able to talk to everybody today. Somebody message in, tell us what the hell an API roller is. And he how just we can knew fix I was going to bring up Calvin Ridley, so he just stayed out for that part of the show. That's <laughs> perfect timing. Perfect that's timing. All, it was. all right. So we got the Raiders and the Chicago Bears here. We got the <laughs> another fun game. 37 and a half over under Raiders favored by minus three. And we don't even know if Jimmy G is going to play and they're still favored by minus three because we know Tyson Badgett for the Chicago bears is going to play. So I don't care if it's Aiden O'Connell. I don't care if it's Brian Hoyer. I am actually going to take the Raiders to cover in uh, this game coming up here. Oh, and the Raiders are also one for five when it comes to the over for the season. So, yeah, I'm going to take the under 37 and a half on that and just expect like a nine to six type of ball game. Fun stuff. Uh, our injury report right now, Jimmy Garoppolo back injury. We'll have to see he didn't practice today. I'll talk to Brian Scott about that tomorrow at 930 here on our YouTube channel. The man, the myth, the legend from Injured List Podcast will give us all the breakdown of all the injuries. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, Justin Fields, we're not expecting to practice with a dislocated thumb. Still trying to find out. If he's going to have surgery, actually, as well. Roshan Johnson, this is big because we thought he'd be back after missing a week with the concussion issue. He did not practice today. So I'm leaning towards the idea that Roshan will not be able to go this Sunday. Again, another one that I'll be talking to Brian about tomorrow. Good old Tyson Badgett. Well, Chris, you're here. Let's kick this to you, buddy. What the hell do you expect Tyson Badgett to be able to do within this offense? The only good news I can give you is that he gave DJ Moore five of his eight targets in the game last week. So I, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, if, I, if I'm correct, he almost matched, if he did not surpass Justin Fields' passing yards as well when he came into the game. So, uh, I mean, Dan, I don't know if it can get much uglier than some of the things we've seen in Chicago. <laughs> I'm not excited about Tyson Badgett. Um, of course, I do think Max Crosby, as the quote, you know, my colleague who rejoins us this week is he might die because Max Crosby might kill him. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen to Tyson Badgett this week. Um, I do think Elijah Moore is still a guy that you're still in your lineup. 
regardless because you know he's a guy that's this offense obviously going to prioritize whether they're down by 40 they're you know up they're going to look for dj Moore. it's about all they really got going for them so the rest of the weapons i'm not touching uh we got a question coming in again from sjmp do i try to trade devonta smith who has been uh not doing much as of late and has a hamstring issue lingering right now we're going to get to that game a little bit later on uh, I, mean, I, I don't. I guess I'll have you help me out with this one, but I don't. I don't know where you're going to sell him high for because he's just not playing right now. You know, I don't think you're going to get the same value back for him. Do you think there's a market right now for Devonta Smith that you go after? Yeah, no, I I think he's he's more of a buy candidate than he is uh, a sell. I think he'd be selling low at this point. Um, I'm, he's still an elite talent. This offense will get it figured out. It's a great offensive line. Um, yeah, I'm not still seeing a 23 percent target share. Yeah. yeah, he's still involved. Like it's gonna be a pop. great offense. It's yeah. gonna pop for Devonta yeah. Smith eventually. I think I would just stay put because you're not gonna get the value you want back for him uh right, right now anyway, especially in a week where people are just scrounging for people with a pulse to put them in their lineup on top of it. Uh, unless you're just willing to take a loss. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo again, we don't know if he's gonna play or not. So Chase, Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer, who do you think will start? Who do you want to see start? Uh, I don't necessarily want to see either of them start, but I've got Hoyer over, over Aiden O'Connell. I think Hoyer just gives them better, the better chance to win. Um, yeah. I, I mean, right now I have Garoppolo and Hoyer ranked back to back at 27 and 28 at quarterback right now, but that's more a reflection of at this point in the week, my rankings are more a confidence rating than anything else. And right now I'm not confident in who is going to start for them whenever we do get an answer on who's going to start. That guy will definitely probably jump up and leapfrog secret Bajant man, because I'm not confident in Tyson Bajant in any way, shape or form either. Um, if I had to pick between the two, I would guess they would go with Hoyer to start. I mean, O'Connell wasn't even active last week after there was some talk about, you know, but wondering about him as well. So, I mean, my money would be on Hoyer if it's not Garoppolo. Yeah, uh, I, ho- I hope it's – look, I'm going to take this from the side point of the wide receivers. If you have Devontae Adams, you're praying to God it's Aiden O'Connell because when he came into the game, you got Adams got 13 targets and Myers got like four. Hoyer was split between them, both two and two. Hoyer reminds me more going to run this offense kind of more like a Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think Aiden O'Connell played bad, so I hope we see Aiden O'Connell. Unfortunately, I think you're right. I think it might wind up being uh, Brian Hoyer. Uh, Chris, help us out with this one. Parker Bledsoe, what's someone you would trade James Cook for? I mean, I'm not looking for the move James Cook number one with all the running back situations kind of you know going on around the league right now. But if I'm looking to move him, I'm looking to move him for somebody who's going to be more of a touchdown production guy. Um, the, the big concern you're going to have with James Cook is he's pretty much in the 20s. He's been consistent, but you're not getting the big games. So I'd look for a guy that maybe is underproducing, like a Jalen Waddle or something like that. Look for an upgraded receiver or maybe look at some of the running backs and try to split him into, you know, look for some guy that you think has some upside. But I'm not looking to move James Cook unless I'm getting a guy who I think has, you know, a, a big up ceiling opportunity for myself. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. I think if you're moving him, you have to be moving him for a wide receiver, which therefore you have to have the depth at running back that so little people have. Maybe you do. Because um, I'm just looking at the running back situation. The only buy low candidates that stick out to me that are kind of in the area of a James Cook would be a Brian Robinson, maybe a Ramondre Stevenson, if you think they're going to they're gonna start turning things around here with their schedule getting better. But you don't feel great about that. So I do think it, it has to be a wide receiver or you just stay put with James Cook. I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, Alex asking... 
any good advice for a guy who's one in five. He's got a 10 team PPR. Seems like all the studs aren't performing and his losers have had one random guy like going crazy. Boom. I understand that. I understand that, Alex. Um, my advice to you, stay vigilant. Keep playing the waiver wire. See if there's moves that can be had from other teams that are desperate. Maybe you can shake it up a two for two or two for one, whatever the case may be. But just stay vigilant as you go through this. One in five, you're not out of it. You can definitely still make the playoffs at one and five, especially in a 14 game regular season. So just stay vigilant, look for opportunities, see what you can get out there. Maybe shop some guys, talk to some of your league make league mates, see what they'd be willing to trade for some of the players. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't go crazy. Just keep the process. It'll come to you. Not everybody can keep going off of you. Like the guys you just mentioned, that's not sustainable throughout the entire season. All right, let's get back yeah. to the game. God, real quick. I just want to jump in. I know we're not going to play Tyson Badgett and I wasn't excited about the prospects of playing with Elijah Moore, but I just want to say, I don't think this is going to be a shit show. I do think Tyson Badgett is a decent quarterback and I think he might surprise people. He's a little bit athletic. He will look, take some shots down the field. I don't think it's going to be as ugly as people might expect it to be. Yeah, I mean, he still looked at DJ Moore. Yeah, I mean, DJ yeah. Moore still guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think this. I don't think it affects DJ Moore. In fact, I wasn't going to bring up DJ Moore. I still have him ranked at wide receiver fourteen this week. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I, I didn't lose any confidence on him whatsoever. I know the ball is going to go to DJ Moore. Now, I don't think. I don't. Maybe Cole Komet, who I have at tight end twelve, uh, is somebody who you're not sure about, but he's still a back end tight end one this week. I don't think that changes either. You weren't going to play Darnell Mooney, so I don't really don't think it changes too too much. Just maybe like a ceiling for a DJ Moore is not quite as high as it would have been with a Justin Fields with the way he'd been. Getting getting fed the ball, especially down the field. That would be the only change for me. Um, I was going to go on a whole tirade about Roshan Johnson. Now his pump, he's finally got his opportunity. And now I, like I said, I don't, I don't think he's going to play because he once again, didn't practice today and it's, it's been two weeks. And I, I, I don't think you're going to play after not practicing on a Wednesday after being out for two weeks with a concussion. And so unless he shocks us and practices in full on Thursday and Friday, I do think it's going to be Dante Foreman again, who um, right now I have an RB31. Obviously, if Roshan's out, I probably will sneak Donta Foreman right about that 24, so low in RB2 range. It's a good match against the Raiders. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Would you, you guys stick with that? Would you play Donta Foreman, especially in a heavy bye week, or are you staying away after what you saw last week? Adam? I would play him, yeah. I I, I think he's a decent back. That was a weird game. Um, and he did better when James script. I feel like he get away from the past game and just be rugby pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, Tyson Badgett will will run less, so it'll be more carries for the running back. Yeah. I guess you can put it that way. Um, I don't have too many notes for the Raiders guys because other, other than talking about who's going to be the starting quarterback, you're playing Jacobs. He's getting a crazy amount of volume, even though the production's not what you wanted to be. Uh, the same thing goes for Devontae Adams. The production's not what you wanted to be, but obviously you're playing Devontae Adams, playing DJ Moore, Jacoby Myers, a wide receiver three, no matter who the quarterback is. The only other note I have to talk about here is to have Michael Mayer on your radar, on your waiver wire when it comes to the tight end position. I'm ahead of ECR this week. I got him a tight end 16. I got him a tight end 20, but his routes have spiked. He went from 44% to week five to 67% last week. He had 21% target share, which, I mean, I don't know that's sustainable for him, but if it is, you're talking about a top 10 tight end right there with that kind of, with that kind of share, with that kind of numbers. Chase, do you think Michael Mayer is somebody we're going to have in our top 12 tight end sooner rather than later or not? I think he's approaching it, and I think he's got, we all knew he had the ability to when he and to approach that. I mean, he when he came out, we all thought that he was maybe the most complete tight end in the in the 
you know, draft. He's not necessarily the most explosive or athletic, but it doesn't take a lot more. To, it doesn't take a lot to be more explosive or more athletic than Austin Hooper. I'm just not a big Austin Hooper fan. It was only a matter of time, I think, before he supplanted Hooper in the pass game for them. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, with the, you know, sh- there you go. <laughs> and with the, with the show that the tight end position has been all season and, and the lack of consistency that anybody outside the top four or five has had, um, you know, there's definitely room for somebody like him. And if, yeah, if he's going to maintain that kind of look and that kind of usage, there's no reason he can't turn that into. So we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo like the tight end position before. So I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Plus he's playing for a coach that in the past has supported fan, not just fantasy relevant, but fantasy star tight ends in the past. So I, I'm, I'm in on Michael Mayer as much as I can be in on anybody outside the top five tight ends or so. Yeah, uh, 100%. It's not I'm up at, yes, you can ask a question, fire away. Guys, let's go into our next match.